Harvard may not have wanted me, but Chapman pulled out all the stops in trying to get me to come there. And so I was really grateful to the school that I chose because they wanted me there. When you hit sophomore and junior year, thoughts of the future start to become more and more relevant. Many people can get overwhelmed with thinking they need to know what they're going to do with the rest of their lives. I can honestly look back and see myself first in denial sophomore year, just wanting to be a kid forever, and then growing into a more productive place junior year. Junior year is one of the hardest because most people are dealing with struggling the ACT or SAT, as well as thinking about future college options. It's a stressful time, and I thought I would ask some seniors today about their experiences looking back. Maybe some of their advice will be helpful. So I'm talking to Lauren Blair, who will be attending Shoreline Community College in the fall. How did you choose what colleges to apply to in general? All the colleges I applied to were pretty local, so I knew I wanted to stay close to home, but I wasn't I just wasn't ready to move away yet. So I chose Shoreline to A, give me some time to choose where I actually wanted to go later on in life, and B, to stay close to home and with my family. I now feel like I have more time to choose the bigger college where I might transfer a career of some kind. Do you think that more students should be considering community college or running start? For sure, there are lots of benefits. Um, I think they should be considering that because I know of a lot of people who have come home from a college more far away from home and are loving it. And so it's a good opportunity to stay local and still figure out life because we're all still young and many students don't know what they're going to do. So it just brings this piece about still making decisions. Next, I went to Dominique Curtin, who has committed to Biola University to play volleyball, to get her insight about playing a sport in college. Going into my junior year, I started to really think about like wanting to continue the sport and like thinking that that's where I was called to do, if that makes sense. Um, I also knew I wanted to go out of state ahead of time, so that was also helpful in the decision process. So, What advice would you give to student athletes considering playing a college sport? Um, some advice I would give is to start early. Like it's never like too late when you reach out to colleges, like have conversations with coaches because then you can really figure out like how you feel about it and like if you really like the program or like how they run their system. How did you know the college you chose was the right fit? Like I figured out how I felt and like how comfortable I was with the teams and like the coaches and how they like were really excited about me. So the Biola coach was like very excited about me coming and like he really wanted me to play for them. So I think being excited about um, like having an additional player is like really important. Like the coaches really like you too. After talking with Mo about what it means to be a student athlete, I decided to go to Jeffrey Weber and Christina Cavero to hear their thoughts on the more academic side of the college admissions process. First of all, what colleges will you guys be attending? I'm going to Chapman University in California. And I'm going to Santa Clara University also in California. How did you deal with knowing what to do in order to get to even applying to college? In the early application process, a lot of it was just trying to see as many schools as I could. Um, I had the lucky chance to go visit a lot of schools. Um, in California, I went down on a trip with my parents. 
Um, so that was fun to see a bunch of schools and be able to kind of get an understanding of what college looks like, even though I didn't really know what I wanted to do. What method did you find was best for studying for the ACT or the SAT? I took it just the first time with no prep to understand like where I was for my baseline. And then from there, I decided first that I wanted to continue with the ACT. And then I got a tutor. And so that helped me prep the areas that I didn't do as well on. Um, and so then that boosted my score by four points. And then that was what was made me more successful. So I took the ACT first and I didn't really prep a lot, but I had come straight from pre-calc, so I was feeling pretty prepared for it. After I got my ACT results back, I was like, you know, these are kind of okay, uh, but then I wanted to try out the SAT to see if I could do better. So I took it and I didn't get as good of a score, but I thought it was easier than the ACT and I liked the process and the question style. Uh, so then I took it again, the SAT again, and I only got 10 points higher. So my initial test was fine, and that's just how it did. <laughs> how did you guys handle the stress overall in the college admissions process? Honestly, I don't think it's about handling the stress. It's more about like being able to manage it, because I definitely was, that's probably one of the most stressful times of my life, having a couple AP classes and figuring out senior stuff and then as well as applying to college so apply to schools you really want to go to don't just apply to a bunch of schools to see where you get in that's kind of what i did and i realized when i got back my acceptance letters that half of them i didn't even want to go to so i'd say really hone in on what you want to study if you can um, and then also the location where you want to be and then apply to schools in that area and maybe keep it to five because i applied to 13 and it was extremely overwhelming <laughs> So I only applied to five schools. I know people that applied to like over 20 or 30. So my experience was a lot less stressful. And I think because I had such a specific group of schools that I was very interested in, but I couldn't like decide between them, that made it easier for me to submit the applications because having only five meant that it wasn't a lot of extra work beyond my like school stuff. I know that underclassmen are curious about this too. Um, when did you start applying and when did you start like knowing that you had to start thinking about college well i actually didn't know and that's why i pushed it until senior year everything i did everything for a semester and that was horrible you really need to start junior year that would have taken a lot of stress off of me um, especially if you apply to so many schools the best time to start even looking at schools like start sophomore year that's one of the best times because you you don't really know what you want, but you get to see like a bunch of schools from this like perspective that, wow, I might be going to college in the next two years. So then once you reach junior year, I think that's when uh, most people should start testing just so that you can kind of get a grasp of what your testing is like, whether you want to try to improve scores. And then I think I found out a lot about the college process from the college counselors. Um, so I started that process in like the end of sophomore year, like looking forward to touring schools and kind of doing the preview preview days. And uh, then once testing started, I think it was nice. I started my junior year doing testing. And once all of the college applications opened for Common App, uh, I did push it a little past when I probably should have started. And I ended up finishing uh, some of my applications right before the deadlines in November. Uh, but that turned out to be fine because I got into the school that I wanted to. 
if you want help from the college counselors, you have to seek that out yourself. They're not gonna reach out as much as I expected them to, which isn't good or bad. It's just how the process works at King's. So if you want help and you want support, I would suggest making appointments, going in yourself and kind of talking them through the process and they'll really be open to helping. Do you, would you guys recommend applying early action? Did you either of you do that? I didn't do it, but I wish I did. Um, something that a lot of colleges don't tell you, and that, in fact, they tell you the opposite, is they say it doesn't matter when you apply, the, the percent, um, the acceptance rate's the same. But when I went to visit Santa Clara, I had already been accepted. Um, the admissions counselor who was presenting the information said that it was 65% acceptance in the fall, but when I applied, normal decision, it was 35% because they front load their classes. And a lot of colleges don't want to admit that, so you actually have a better percentage of getting accepted if you apply early. And I didn't for any of them, but that was also because I pushed it so late. I applied early action to four out of the five schools I applied to. So that was amazing. Um, I heard back my decisions in December. So I had like three months to kind of think over each of the schools that I had gotten into waiting for that final school. And then when I didn't get in, that made it all the more easier to choose the school that I really wanted to go to. Mm -hmm. So early action helped. Um, I also noticed one of the schools I applied to early action gave a scholarship for applying early action later in the process that I didn't even know was going to be there. It shows that there are some advantages to applying early action. I think it's more about the fit for you and I, everyone always says that but like as a senior myself I care about the prestige too and I think it's more important that you're at a school that is the right first of all the right type of education for you and the right pace and the right size and I think it's really important to consider that and not just go to the best school you get into. As for some advice from me, I would recommend getting teacher recommendation applications in early to give them enough time because they get a lot. Also, I would say to lighten up a little bit. It all works out when you have a support system and wonderful counselors like Mrs. Lewis and Mrs. Hansen. They truly helped me along my college journey and are always open to give advice. The college process can be stressful and definitely overwhelming and I know I felt it. But in the end, it's important to know and listen to yourself and to know what the best decision is for you personally. For some, it might be going to a big school, maybe a small private school, or even not going to college at all and pursuing something else. In all, every decision is guided by God, and it's important to trust his plan. For me, trusting him and letting go of the rest has really worked out. If you have any questions at all, seniors, counselors, and teachers are open books and are totally open to answer any of your questions. I found getting advice and opinions from other people to be very helpful. The college admission process or deciding what you want to do with your future seems overwhelming at the time, but looking back, I wish I had known that I could see that everything was going to work out in the end after putting all of my hard work in. Our lives are not limited. We have unlimited resources, opportunities, and we'll always have options to choose from. Decisions seem difficult, but usually you can't go wrong either way you choose. This is when it's important to listen to your heart, and I know that sounds cheesy, but I can 100% attest that this is true. My last bit of advice is to live in the moment. High school literally goes by in a flash, and I can't emphasize that enough. I didn't believe it when people told me it goes by fast, but it really, really does. Enjoy every moment with your friends instead of looking too far into the future. Follow us on Instagram and Snapchat at KHSQuill and listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you download podcasts. 
Volume 4 King Students, KHS Radio has you covered.